0: You want to start your own podcast, but you need an easy, low cost, and powerful platform to use. Anchor is your answer. Anchor has dynamic creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast for you, so your audience can find you on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other popular platforms. And Anchor beats low cost. It's free to use. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. Now that Anchor has taken away the obstacles and those excuses, you can finally get started on that podcast. After listening to this episode of Heroes Garage, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to begin your podcast adventure. This is Michael Ko from the Punk Rock and Politics Podcast, and you're listening to some of the best podcasts available on the internet, only on the No Phony Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Heroes Garage, where we do reviews on movies and TV shows that are streaming, or, in the case of certain movies, in theaters. As you can tell, I am not Bill again this week. This is Mark flying solo once again, still given permission to be given the keys to the ignition, so thank you Bill and Tom who are off for the week. So for this week, instead of reviewing a movie, I thought I would let you know what I have upcoming planned as far as movies that I think you should have on your radar as they're on my radar as well too, going towards the end of the year. It is no secret that this is the time of year where most movie studios tend to put forth their Oscar-type, bait, Oscar-bait-type films so the Academy can look at it and say, oh, this is what they want to win. So this is definitely where most of the good movies tend to try to be at, is towards the end of the year. Now, I have, of course, come up with a list of movies that I am looking forward to, and I thought I could whittle it down to 10 or so. I've ended up with about 21 of those movies. Uh, So the last 21 for the year 2021, as it were. And I'm sorry to say this, Bill, if you're listening, but I did not have enough room to involve to include Clifford the Big Red Dog. I'm sorry. Okay, I know he probably doesn't want to say that. Anyway, so here are just a list of 21 movies, give or take, that I am looking forward to. I'm doing it by order of when they're coming out. Now, I do know that ever since the pandemic hit, A lot of movies have had to switch their schedules and stuff of this nature, so this is going as of now off of what I've gotten from IMDb. So here we go. The very first one is actually coming out this upcoming weekend, which is coming out on October 15th, and it is one of two movies this year that will be directed by the veteran director Ridley Scott and this movie is called The Last Duo, and here's a brief synopsis, the IMDb brief synopsis is King Charles VI declares that Knight Jean de Carros, sure I got that right, Jean de Carros settled his dispute with his squire by challenging him to a duel. So, it is directed by Ridley Scott, some of the stars include Matt Damon, Adam Driver, Jodie Com- Comer, who was most recently the female, one of the female leads in the movie Free Guy, and Ben Affleck. And also of note for this, The Last Duel also is written by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon as well, who some listeners may know from a while back. They won their Oscar for screenwriting the movie Good Will Hunting back in the late 90s. So, The Last Duel, which will be in theaters, is one I'm looking forward to, of course. The next is another really big movie that I know that a lot of sci-fi people will be looking forward to, and that is the new adaptation of Dune. Now, I'm not the age, as I've said many a time, I'm not the age of Bill and Tom, so, they would know more about the 1980s movie Dune, which I have not seen, but I do know that it had some flack for being not good, I guess is the way I've heard it. I could be wrong. Now, so, but this adaptation, which is directed by a very skillful director, Denise Villeneuve, who's known for movies such as Blade Runner 2049 and Arrival with Amy Adams two sci-fi flicks. So, this movie, the synopsis is, feature adaptation of Frank Herbert's science fiction novel about the son of a noble family entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy. So, as stated, Denise Villeneuve directed, it's going to have a good amount of stars in it. Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya... Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, Stellan Skarsgård, Javier Bardem, Dave Bautista, and Josh Brolin, just to name a few. So that will be one definitely to look forward to. It will be on HBO Max, I believe, but I have a feeling this is a movie you will want to see on as big a screen as possible. That is coming out October 22nd. Up after that one is a movie that I know that Bill and I are both really wanting to see, which is the new movie by Wes Anderson. It comes out the same weekend uh, as Dune, and that is The French Dispatch. Wes Anderson's new movie synopsis is, a love letter to journalists set in an outpost of an American newspaper in a fictional 20th century French city that brings to life a collection of stories published in the French Dispatch magazine. So, like many Wes Anderson movies, this one most definitely has a stellar-looking cast, including, but not limiting to, Lea Seydoux, I know I mispronounced that wrong, she's the more recent Bond girl, Timothy Chalamet, again, Owen Wilson, Sir Sharonan, Jeffrey Wright, Christoph Waltz, Adrian Brody, Elizabeth Moss, Leah Schreiber, Edward Norton, Willem Dafoe, Tilda Swinton, Angelica Houston, Francis McDormand, Benicio Del Toro, and, of course, the one actor in all of Wes Anderson's movies, Bill Murray. So that is coming out on the same weekend as Dune, October twenty second. I know Bill and I definitely looking forward to that. Up next, another movie that comes out a week later, in the US at least, October 29th, is a movie uh, that looks very peculiar, but interesting nevertheless. It's called Last Night in Soho, directed by Edgar Wright. It Here's your synopsis Here is It says, an aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s when she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer, but the glamour is not all it appears to be, and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something darker. So this movie does have at least three legitimate big stars here. We have Thompson McKenzie, who was in the movie... I'm blinking here. I feel like Bill. I'm blinking here. Sorry. Um, Oh, she was in... Uh, Leave No Trace, as well as that movie, um, oh my gosh, I am truly blanking here, uh, and it really makes me, oh, Jojo jo Rabbit, that's what it was. And then there's also Anya Taylor-Joy, who most people will know as the lead in The Queen's Gambit, and it also stars Matt Smith, who I know, of course, as the 11th Doctor and Doctor Who, It also stars the late Diana Rigg as well. So, Last Night in Soho. Have it on your radar. After that, coming in in the beginning of November, on November 3rd, we have a movie that actually is coming out onto Netflix. This is a Netflix release, and it's called The Harder They Fall. It is a western of sorts, which says... In the synopsis when an outlaw discovers his enemy is being released from prison he reunites his gang to seek revenge in this western is directed by james samuel or yes james samuel the stars are mostly those of african-american descent so you have people such as delroy lindo zazie beats lakeith stanfield regina king Jonathan Majors and Idris Elba so that will be coming out on Netflix at the beginning of November the next one is one of two very awaited movies for many people from the MCU and that is Eternals now I'm just gonna say right now I think between Eternals and the other movie that we all know is coming in December I feel this will end up not being as popular, but Eternals will probably be a better movie. So Eternals, directed by Chloe Zhao, who just won her Oscar for directing the movie Nomadland. Here's the synopsis. Is the saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilizations. So we have actors such as Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Kamal Nanjiani, Brian Tyree Henry, and Salma Hayek, Kit Harington, and Angelina Jolie. So Eternals, the next MCU flick, will be coming out the beginning of November. After that, on the same weekend, which will probably not make as much money or be as popular as Eternals, but one that I am still looking forward to, is Spencer, Spencer is the new movie that, that talks about Princess Diana. Now, it says in that synopsis, During her Christmas holidays, with the royal family at the Sandraham estate, I'm sure I'm... Or Sandraham... Yeah, I messed that up. I'm sorry. At the estate in Norfolk, England, Diana decides to leave her marriage to Prince Charles. The more... Interesting thing I think most people are saying about this is the actress who is playing Princess Diana, and that is Kristen Stewart. Now, most people, of course, when they think of Kristen Stewart, their first thought is they would go to the Twilight Saga, which I can say without hesitation, I know I never saw but i did still think that kristen stewart does have some good acting chops she was good in that movie still alice with julianne moore in 2014. she is getting a lot of oscar buzz for best actress for this movie so who knows in a few months we could be living in a world where kristen stewart is an oscar winner we'll have to wait and see after that is a movie coming to theaters which is very unknown, I think, for most people, and honestly, I just recently saw the trailer, but I've heard good things about it. The name of the movie is called Belfast. Belfast is directed by actor Kenneth Branagh, who was whom some people will know as a very well-distinguished English actor and director. He directed the first Thor movie. He directs this movie, which is about a young boy and his working-class family experience during the tumultuous late 1960s in Belfast. This movie is, to my knowledge, uh, shot in black and white. It stars people such as Jamie Dorn- Dornan, Judi Dench, Kieran Hines, and newcomer Jude Hill as the titular, as the boy in the film. So, it's supposed to be a feel-good movie of sorts, so be on the lookout for Belfast. After that is a much more known movie coming out, which is a franchise movie, which was another postponed by the pandemic, coming out November 19th, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Now, obviously, this is from the 80s movies. I've only seen the original and the second. I never saw the... Remake as of yet with the female leads, but this one in which the uh, Synopsis is when a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town They begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind Now this is directed by Jason Reitman who is also of course the son of Ivan Reitman the director of the original film and this star has people starring such as Finn Wolfhard, aka Mike from Stranger Things, and McKenna Grace, Sigourney Weaver, and we st- and even some of the old gang coming back, such as uh Annie Potts as uh the secretary, if I'm not mistaken. And then they even show some cast members here of Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. Maybe they'll come back. Same with Ernie Hudson. We'll have to see. Sigourney Weaver as well, too, which I totally just realized I said, and I forgot that she was in the first movie. Wow, I'm getting old. Anyway, um, but yes, so Ghostbusters Afterlife. After that is another Netflix movie coming out which is the directorial debut of Lin-Manuel Miranda, who everyone will know as the creator of In the Heights and Hamilton. So this directorial debut is a musical called Tick, Tick, Boom. And this is the story of, of John Nothing. I totally forgot his name. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. But it's the t- true... Story of the creator of the musical Rent and the uh, synopsis. Sorry, the synopsis would be on the cusp of his 30th birthday. A promising young theater composer navigates love, friendship, and the pressures of life as an artist in New York City. So, this creator of the movie Rent is going to be, or of the musical Rent, I'm sorry, is played by Andrew Garfield. And others in the cast include Vanessa Hutchins, Bradley Whitford, and Joel Grey, musical stage legend Joel Grey. So be on the lookout for that. It won't be the only other musical coming up this year either. Also on the 19th, we have a movie called King Richard, which is another Oscar contender for one Mr. Will Smith, which is the story of how a look at how tennis superstars Venus and Serena Williams became who they are after the coaching from their father, Richard Williams. So the titular Richard Williams, or King Richard, is played by Will Smith. He is getting many, many, uh talk about getting nominated for Best Actor. There's also John Bernthal, aka The Punisher, as well in this movie. Uh, It will definitely be one to be having on your radar to look up in the future. After that is a movie, is actually the second movie from director Ridley Scott. Uh, He, who I just mentioned, was doing The Last Duel. His next movie also coming out that I'm looking forward to is House of Gucci, which is the movie that, according to the synopsis, spanning three decades of love, betrayal, decadence, revenge, and ultimately murder. We see what a name means, what it's worth, and how far a family will go for control. So this is a pretty solid cast right here when you have it considering being Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Selma Hayek, Jared Leto, Jeremy Irons, and Al Pacino. That is one heck of a great cast, so be on the lookout for that. Alright, we still have about ten or so left here. I know I do see too many movies, especially this time of year, but that's how it goes. So, up next is one of the few kids movies coming out that I'm kind of looking forward to, and that's called Encanto. And that is the story of a young Colombian girl who has to face the frustration of being the only member of her family without magical powers. And there aren't uh, there are some notable voice talents in this as well, John Leguizamo, Wilmer Val, Wilder, sorry, Wilmer Valderrama. Wow, I know, I know both listeners like you should have practiced that ahead of time. That's okay. So, Encanto I, is coming out as well, the end of the month. I do not know offhand if it'll be on Disney+, Plus, but we'll have to wait and see. The next movie is one that is most definitely not a family movie from what I saw. It comes out in the end of November, and it's got a very unique title that'll make you remember it, but it will also make you question what it's about. The name of this movie is called Licorice pizza. You heard that correctly. Licorice pizza. Now, what I can tell you about this movie is that it does not have any pizza with licorice on it, as far as I'm concerned. Here is the summary. The story of Alana Kane and Gary Valentine growing up, running around and going through the treacherous navigation of First Love in the San Fernando Valley 1973. This is directed by a very... Altur, I think that's the right word, and Paul Thomas Anderson, the same person behind movies such as There Will Be Blood and The Master and Boogie Nights, just to top of my head. And this stars some names such as Alana Haim, one of the Haim sisters, Sean Penn, Maya Rudolph, Tom Waits, John C. Riley, Bradley Cooper, and Cooper Hoffman. Cooper Hoffman is in his acting debut, and he is also the son of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman, who was on many a movies with Paul Thomas Anderson. So that'll be a movie definitely to look forward to coming this, the rest, at the end of the year, excuse me. Now on to December. I know, we've spent so much time in October and November, but now on to December. Here's one coming to Netflix, in which is getting very heavy buzz, and it is called The Power of the Dog. This is a Western coming to Netflix, as stated, which is says, Charismatic rancher Phil Burbank inspires fear and awe in those around him. When his brother brings home a new wife and her son, Phil torments them until he finds himself exposed to the possibility of love. This movie is directed by Jane Campion, who is probably most famous for the mid-'90s movie The Piano with Holly Hunter and Anna Paquin. And this movie here has another solid cast in its lead, who's also going for Best Actor from what I've heard, in Benedict Cumberbatch. There's also Kristen Dunst, Jesse Plemons, Cody Smith-McPhee, and Thomasin McKenzie again. So be on the lookout for The Power of the Dog. Up next is a movie that we've talked about, and I'm sure that Bill and I have similar feelings towards because of it, but it's the remake of West Side Story. Now, hopefully I don't need to read the synopsis of this movie for you, except to say it is a remake of one of the greatest film musicals ever done from the early 1960s, and... I, like so many people, are just wondering why it had to be. Now, it's obviously being done by a director of, and we all love and respect, and Steven Spielberg, but nevertheless, to remake one of the best movies of its kind ever seems to be really questionable, but we shall see. Another movie, probably hands down the most sought-out movie for the rest of the year, Spider-Man No Way Home. If you know this movie, and almost everyone does, you know that it's going to have a lot at stake for it. And I feel that with everything going around it, it's definitely one that is gonna be jam-packed in theaters. I hope I don't need to... I doubt I need to give the synopsis, but... In case you don't know what it's about it's basically the epic third film in which spider-man has to decide make choices that you know are really hard for any teenager to make if he wants to be spider-man if he doesn't i'm sure that'll be part of it but it's going to be a spectacle another one film that'll most likely be a spectacle is the matrix resurrections now as of this recording, I've only seen the first two Matrix movies, which means I will have to watch the third one, to which I've heard is not the best of them. It does say, however, the plot is currently unknown, even though the trailer has come out, and it does still have Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss in the film, and it's also directed by one of the original directors, Lana Wachowski, so we'll have to see. All right, we're winding down here. Just three more left that I know I want to see this year. And they're in the last week or so of this calendar year. The first is coming to Netflix around Christmas, and it is called Don't Look Up. This is a movie in which it says two low-level astronomers must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. This is directed by Adam McKay, who is known especially for a lot of Will Ferrell movies like Anchorman and stuff of that nature, and he also did movies like The Big Sick as well a couple years ago. Now, this movie here, Don't Look Up, has one of the most unbelievably stacked casts I can remember in quite some time. Here are just a few of those actors in this movie. You have Timothy Chalamet. He's doing quite a lot. Leo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Blanchett, Jonah Hill, Meryl Streep, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande, Matthew Perry, Mike, Mark Rylance, Himesh Patel, Hemesh Patel, excuse me, and Tyler Perry. That is a lot of actors, <laughs> but I'm sure that will. Be- come to be a movie that we will be talking about much in the next couple months. Winding us down with our last two is, Ser- is Serrano. Now, Serrano, this is another musical, believe it or not, talking about the wordsmith Serrano de Ber- Bergerac. And here it is, the synopsis, which is, too self-conscious to woo what Roxanne herself... Wordsmith Serrano de Bergerac helps young Christian nab her heart through love letters. This is directed by another good director, Joe Wright, and the titular star of Serrano is none other than Peter Dinklage, the dwarf actor who everyone knows as Tyrion from Game of Thrones. The movie also has Calvin Harrison Jr., Haley Bennett, and Ben Mendelssohn. And finally, the last movie... On this list, The Tragedy of Macbeth. This is another rare movie that does still want to be done in black and white, but based off of Shakespeare's play, what makes this movie look super interesting to me, not just the whole aspect of going towards black and white, but the makers in the film. It's directed by Joe Cohen, one of the Cohen brothers, and stars... Two of the bigger names in acting in the last few decades in Frances McDormand as Lady Macbeth and Lord Macbeth, played by the one and only Denzel Washington. So be on the lookout for the tragedy of Macbeth. So there we go. 21 movies to have on your radar. I didn't even realize until talking that that's a lot of movies I'll be watching in the next few months, but I hope to get to them as quick as possible and let you know what I think. So that'll do it for this week's episode of Heroes Garage. Until next time, we'll talk to you later.